0: Well, there's a brawl underway as the Beer Store Union, the United Food and Commercial Workers Union, while they are spending a lot of money launching a blitz against Doug Ford's plan to break up the beer oligarchy. This thing that's uh, been in uh, control for about 90 years. So they've launched uh, launched this ad blitz that will serve up a healthy dose of fear-mongering to convince you somehow that 7,000 jobs are
1: about to be cut.
0: Beer prices skyrocket across the province.
1: Corner stores, home to what many are calling the six-pack ripoff.
0: Beer prices in Ontario reach the same highs as Alberta.
1: It doesn't have to be this way. Putting beer in corner stores will make it more expensive. The beer store keeps prices down despite taxes that are 50% higher than in Quebec, 300% higher than in New York. Taxes make beer expensive in Ontario. Laying off 7,000 beer store employees won't fix that. Premier Ford, keep your promise that no one will lose a job. Paid for by UFCW 12R24, the Union for Beer Store Employees.
0: All right, there you go. Lots of numbers being thrown around as to how much it's going to you know, cost to break this up. A few weeks ago it was 100 million, now it's a billion, and now it's 7,000 jobs. And yet we have not seen any final deal cherry picking numbers is not the way to report but let's bring in uh, Grant Dingwall he is uh, in charge of a campaign called free my booze are you surprised by this campaign
1: well you know nothing surprises except it, it's nice to see uh, big labor working with big business for a change
0: yeah what do you make of these numbers i mean a lot of people are taking these numbers as like you know you know truth but this is this is a negotiating tactic
1: yeah and that's exactly it so I mean like they're they're throwing around the uh i I noticed the union was throwing around the one billion dollar figure to get out of the deal again today uh you know that's that's a number that was just made up by beer store lobbyists one day it has has no basis in reality and now uh now they're saying that these seven thousand jobs are gonna get lost, and what's important to note there is that their argument is basically that if the beer store is forced to compete with mom and pop shops and convenience stores, that the whole business is going to go bankrupt overnight. You know, I honestly doubt that that's true, but if it is, it says something pretty sad about the beer store if a little competition will shut them down overnight.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, Ford, I think, has been clear to this point as much as he can be that he will look at a model and do both, so both markets can be served. And I have to think that the craft brewers could probably do very well. There's enough of a market to go around, Um, and I think if it does cost a little bit more, People will pay it. It's convenient if it's just around the corner from your house. But what are the numbers, you know, because you have been studying this issue, how much will it cost us to get out of this monopoly?
1: Well, um, you know, it doesn't have to cost us anything. The province has the power to legislate itself out of a deal. Uh, So the province could just pass legislation. Uh, We've proposed that they they call it something like uh, protecting consumers from greedy foreign monopolies. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and uh, so the province could pass. He might have to
0: tone that down, but I get your, I get your drift.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, but they could pass a piece of legislation that basically annuls the deal and writes off their liability, and it would cost us $0. Now, I don't think they'll go that route. Uh, I think they'll negotiate something with the beer store. Uh, but it's certainly not going to be a billion dollars because the province isn't going to take a, a media hit like that.
0: Well, no, and I, I look as much as I love the idea of having you know freedom in the market for booze, not not I don't I can't be comfortable. I don't think many people would be comfortable with hundreds of millions of dollars being spent to get out of a contract that never should have been signed to begin with. Like they'd be better off running out the contract and saying we'll strike up something with the with the microbreweries and do something else.
1: So I mean, my only counter to that is um, is the fact that we've had this system for 92 years. Yeah. We've had we've had numerous uh, governments of, of you know both liberal and conservative promise to get us out of this system and then back down last minute. So I'm very apprehensive about them putting this on the back burner for six years and promising us they'll come back to it when the the agreement's out. Because uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna end up with. Uh, the beer store still in six years, if that happens.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, governments have come close. They look at the issue, they see the fight, and they don't want to waste the political capital on that. Ford has chosen to do that. I think he's gone, you know, far enough out now that it's a pretty good indicator that he plans to get this thing done. If he can't get this done, if he doesn't get this done, um, I don't think anybody can.
1: Well, exactly. I think I think if Ford backs down now, then we won't see this in my lifetime
0: which is very scary and sad. But what would the alternative be? I mean, as far as, um, you know, staying in the deal, could they not just strike up something on the side?
1: No. So the the beer store, uh, has, uh, beer store has good negotiators, and this master framework agreement uh, basically guarantees absolutely no change in the entire alcohol marketplace. Uh, for the rest of the term, so they couldn't even they couldn't even make a deal to increase the number of grocery stores so the master framework agreement restricts even that.
0: How the hell did this get get this get negotiated so in favor of three you know multinational companies? It makes no sense to me how there was not much more scrutiny on this when it when it was a deal put together
1: Well I mean I always say that this deal was signed in bad faith and the reason I say that is because I don't understand what the province got. You know, what did what did we as consumers get? What did the province get? We we gave the beer store all kinds of special privileges, right? Uh, but we got nothing. right? So I don't understand where our side of this deal was. It doesn't seem like it was negotiation at all.
0: Well, it doesn't seem like there was a negotiation. It also doesn't really show us what exactly was in it, as you say, for the public. Um, you know, if the privates were—I mean, the beer companies were already getting something, so what were we getting in return? So if this is done in bad faith— isn't that a a marker that could be used to turn this thing over?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think it uh, I think it certainly could be. And the, the other thing that uh, that I keep questioning is the beer store promised as part of the deal. This, I guess, is something we got. Uh,
0: what the, beer the ugly promised, beer store with the cold, dirty, wet floors? Hmm.
1: Well, that's just it. They promised that they would spend a hundred million dollars uh, across the province improving the customer experience. Now. I would like the the beer store to show us where that money was spent uh, that they weren't already going to spend. You know, it's one thing for them to say, oh, well, we renovated this store. But weren't you going to do that anyways?
0: Well, that looks like a renovation. My goodness, they went with a cheap route. (laughs) Well, we'll uh, wait and see where this fight goes, but it certainly is interesting to hear all the numbers floating around. Grant, we'll check in with you in a little bit. Thank you. Thanks so much, Alex. It's uh, Grant Dingwall, who's been running a campaign, Free My Booze.